Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at what are you laughing at already? Because you went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a slightly overdramatic big breath there. <laughs> For dramatic I, I effect. Was, I, was, I, I, was very, I was very excited. Yes, well, you just told right. me off that I shouldn't be too excited, so now you're, can, you're not allowed No, no, you just shouldn't be excited near the microphone, no, that's okay. all. You can all be right. as excited as you like. Very much. And whatever whatever that is, definitely don't do. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm fiddling with my cable. The trouble is, it is so, so hot here that I haven't got all my usual gubbins around my my uh, work my laptop to 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 help with the um, the insulation. <laughs> so I haven't got bits of cushion and God knows what. So it's boiling. And my sound quality is shite, but I'm sorry, I, much as I love everybody, I am not going to suffocate myself because there is already, I'm wearing as few clothes as possible and there is already sweat trickling down my back because I can't have a fan on and I can't have But how, how does, how does um, damp, dampening, damp, damping your yes. computer make you hot? Because I make, I make a little house for my computer and stick my head in it. Oh, I see. see. <laughs> and if I did that, I would pass out after about seven minutes, okay. I think. Yes. I mean, normally what I just what I do is just um, pop a I pop a duvet over my microphone. Are you doing that now? I am. Yes. Are you not boiling? Am I what? Are you not boiling? No, no, it's not over me. It's just oh, over oh, I see. Oh, I see. Oh, also, tell the nice girls and boys at home what oh, is we, wrong we, with we, you today. <laughs> I've got the old core vid. Yes. I'm afraid. Yes. yes. For the second I, time. Yes, for the second time. Yeah. Yes. I uh, I came down with the COVID again. Um, Having, and where are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be at your house. And where are you? I'm at my house. <laughs> that went whole, wrong, didn't it? Yes. In a whole nother country. Yes. <laughs> it did go wrong because, yes, I tested positive. Uh, I tested positive the day before I was supposed to fly to your house. Yes. And uh, with, with the, although I didn't feel all that poorly... I couldn't really, in good conscience, get on an aeroplane anyway. No. Conscious, good conscience, get yes. on an aeroplane anyway. Yes. So I am here and you are there. And yes. Although it probably does make recording easier because we didn't know how we were going to do that. Yes. Hmm. Mm. So, you know, silver linings. Yes. Uh, but it's a very, very thin silver lining to quite a big cloud. Yes. But on the plus side, uh, you don't need to see me grumpy and... Sweaty, by all accounts. Grumpy, sweaty, and <laughs> cross because it's too hot and there's no rain. <sighs> anyway, no. back to the introduction. All right, so should we try again? Here we go. Yes. So, welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. Stop laughing when Sorry. I say the words. It's because you go a bit not... Febreze, that's all. <laughs> this is not the funny bit, the oh, funny sorry. bit comes later. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in depth look at the archers with me, Jeff Thomas, and Lucy Freeman. Harriet Carmichael is absent as she's currently scouring the Spanish hills for a copy of the Radio Times, in which we mistakenly appear twice this week, which is nice for us, but a bit baffling for everybody else. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week and last week, in fact, in Ambridge. We began the fortnight with Peggy being philosophical about babies while they snuffled away like small guinea pigs. And then over to the stables where Shula and Alice were snuffling away like small guinea pigs at Justin about the new cross-country course for setting the run-up to the first jump on the other side of the bypass. The whole <laughs> Gay Grables event was totally baffling. Ardil shouted over the noise of bagpipes and people whirling around in kilts about the Caroline Sterling Suite, a place of refined tranquillity designed to make everyone normal feel a bit sweaty and anxious, discounted entry for the villagers and a theatre space. A theatre space? Wither the village hall! We have to have productions in the village hall, otherwise where would Robert and Neil be able to bang noisily and get shouted at by Linda? Where would backstage snogging happen? Most importantly... 
when there is the traditional annual walkout by all cast and crew when they've been pushed to the limit by some overbearing despotic lovey, which doors are going to bang when they leave? No good if they have to walk down three flights of architect-designed stairs and be signed out by a suited security person with an iPad before they can sulk in the car park. Also, <laughs> Linda was very concerned about there not being a receptionist. And I agree. Who is going to sneer at your luggage? And now we have to address the Peggy issue. I'm sorry, but we do. Mm, yeah. I go to church every now and again. I even clear graves in my local churchyard, as that is a sort of well-meaning, irritating, busybody that I am. At what point am I allowed to commission my own stained glass window commemorating members of my family without recourse to the vicar, the diocese, the church preservation trust, the congregation, or anyone else? I mean, I know Peggy and Brian kind of have Ambridge feudally sewn up between them, but this is madness. What next? Tom asks Granny for a stained glass advert for the Bridge Fresh app. Bridge Fresh leaks. God, they're good. And now I've lost the bloody place because you're laughing. Um, as so often happens after childbirth, all Natasha's juices exploded. Luckily, Caitlin had gone nosing about Sawyer's farm when it happened. And as she is a stranger to the village, raised the alarm. Anyone else would have presumed it was Will Grundy taking pot shots at a moorhen that had looked at him funny. Natasha's juices are being looked after by Louisa and Parker, who appears to be a bit useless. Well, he's very old and all he's done for the last five 50 years is help Lady Penelope in and out of that car, so no wonder he's forgetting things. <laughs> Ardil is suffering the consequences of not paying attention to the first rule of living in Ambridge, namely don't reveal the slightest interest in or knowledge of anything if you don't want to be referred to as a specialist in it and asked to perform it at every possible occasion. Unless there's only the vet because he once said he liked cats. No training or anything, he just said it. Wallop, there he was. Ardil's feigned knowledge of palm reading, which was just an exercise designed to let him hold Krusty's hand, has now led him to be viewed as the Madame Arcati of Ambridge, thanks to his new best friends Linda and Lillian. Betty wishes he could go back to when they wanted to kill him. And why are they his new best friends? Because in an effort to ingratiate himself with Lillian and Linda, Ardil persuaded Ruby to eat a tennis ball covered in sausage meat, then waited for Alistair to identify it as a tumour and remove it. Alistair didn't mention that the tumour had bounced when he finally removed it, but he was so delighted that for once an animal he treated had survived, he was a bit overcome. For this, Ardil now has Lillian and Linda on his side to the extent that when he read Lillian's palm and basically described her as a randy old goat that smelled like a pack of Bensons, she said, yep, you got me bang to rights. Tracy is being grumpy and stroppy with people, and quite frankly, even if she wasn't being bullied by Gemma, Queen of the Gizzards, she has good reason. She is skint, her daughter has the mood moderation abilities of Vinnie Jones, Tony talks all the way through her cricket training sessions and then sulks when she asks him to hush up, and Russ is Chelsea's entirely inappropriate adult. A question here presents itself, by the way. Why is Tracy not talking to Emma about Gemma? As Emma seems to be the queen of the gizzards whisperer, why can Tracy not just say to her, hello, Emma, who is my niece? How on earth did you get on with that bint Gemma as she is making my life a misery? I'll tell you why not. Because playing the Emma character in The Archers is the golden ticket in the Willy Wonka factory of stardom. And anyone that plays it goes on to win Oscars, ect, ect. So Emma is at the moment reclining by a pool in the Hollywood Hills, saying to Natalie Portman, oh God, it's Auntie Tracy again. I'll leave her on red. That's why. Don't say we don't give you the inside track. The end. <laughs> yes. <coughs> oh, Sorry. I'll, have I'll a just have a cough. Drag. Yes. That was very good, that. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, most, it's mostly very good, I have to say. Thank you. It's very, very rare that it's, that it's, <laughs> that it's bad. Good. So well, well do let me know, <laughs> won't you, when I've let you down in any way. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. It's always very good, of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, when I said Peggy, you went, yes. uh, so were you expecting me to talk about the fact that she's leaving? Yes, I was. Yes, of course. Because, uh, you know, that's, that's what's happening with Peggy at the moment. Mm. I, I mean, obviously, there, there are things happening in the show as well. But they are of, of secondary importance, I feel. Did, because you, when you first started listening, yes. which was 18 months ago, I think. Yes, yeah. You couldn't believe that we had such an older generation cast. Could you? And no, you indeed, said, yeah. And especially Peggy, who is basically... 150 and you know you sort of said it's just remarkable that she's still working and she's still 
Or yeah, I mean, I, I, I still can't believe it. Yeah. It's, it's, it is genuinely And then incredible. you said that you couldn't help but feel, take it personally, that the second you start listening, she immediately yeah. leaves after exactly. you sung no, her is, praises to everybody. It is it's hard not to not to, to think that it's a little bit about me, at least. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'm a narcissist, but, uh, the, you know, that's quite the coincidence that I start listening to The Archers and Peggy Woolley, uh, after 72 years or whatever it is, finally thinks, do you know what? Sante <laughs> Sanos. <laughs> this seems like a pretty good time to, to hang up my boots. Um, so, uh, I mean, it is, I am quite sure, entirely without parallel and not even yeah. close to yeah. parallel anywhere yeah. in the world, in any yeah. um, in any media at all. I mean, yeah. who the hell has been doing anything? For, I mean, most people are, you know, dead or, or dribbling in a bath chair yeah. by the time... Yeah. After seventy-two years, let alone, yeah. you know, doing doing scripts on on, and she, you listen to her, and you'd never for in a million years suspect that she's a hundred and what is it, hundred and three, hundred and four. Kerry Davis said she's always the first one to. She knows her lines. She's always the first yeah, one course. to arrive at rehearsals, and also, uh, she used to say, "Oh no, dear, I think." I think you'll find Peggy doesn't have sugar in her coffee because she can remember, you know, <laughs> oh, in, in 1982, she said, yeah. I've given up sugar. Yeah. And, um, oh, she's, yeah, she's literally up. been Peggy all her life. I mean, but she it must. it does make you wonder whether or not, which, is she, is she an amazing old lady because she is still working or is she still working because she's an amazing old lady? That's the... Oh, yeah. Oh, I think there's probably... Uh, bit of both. Bit of both, indeed, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it's um, I, it's made me enormously sad. I have to say. Really? Yeah. I um, and I and I wonder. Um, I don't want to get too too morbid here, but um, very often, when people who have had a real passion in their lives like that, something that they've done um, for a very very long time, and it's been a huge part of their lives, when they stop. Mm. Oh, it's okay. Do you know, do you know yes. what? Do you know yeah, what let's yeah. not carry on down that. No, no, no but no. I, 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 I worry. Yeah. I do worry. Yeah, I know what you mean. I do know exactly what you mean, and I wondered the same thing, but I wasn't crass enough to actually say it. Yes, yes. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's the difference. You see. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, I, she's in eighteen months. I mean, I can only imagine what this must be like for people who've been listening to the artists for decades, because yeah. in eighteen months, you know, I've. I've fallen in love a little bit with Peggy and, mm. and with um, with June, um, and I don't want her to not be a part of my life anymore. That's mm. um, that's very very sad. I think uh, I think I've had so many um, storylines where I have been completely infuriated with her that. I'm a bit more ambivalent than that. I'm not, a, I'm, uh, I'm, as an okay. actress, I am, mm. uh, as an actor, I yeah. am um, very, very sad that she's going because I think she is a sodding, amazing actor. But as a character, I'm quite, not quite glad, but I am, uh, it, it would be nice not to hear storylines put through the Peggy filter. That would be nice. <laughs> I mean, the Daily she's... Mail filter. Mostly for the, oh, she's, you see, for the last 18 months, she hasn't been like that. She's mostly no. just been lovely and wobbly. Yes. And, you know. Yes. And, and okay, yeah. this. Yes. So even this, I think I'm I'm perhaps predisposed to to view her actions more positively than yeah. most people then. Yeah. Because I've, I don't have that whole history. Of I mean, she has caused tremendous <laughs> trouble in the past. Yeah. And, and we always used to say that she was the Daily Mail in human form. She was, mm, you know, okay. that's exactly what she was. No, I just haven't seen that at all. Everything I mean, was I have, about I appearance. Everything was about respectability. Mm, but okay. in a different way to Jenny Darling, because Jenny Darling, it's all about class and snobbery and because Jenny Darling's yeah, frantically yeah, trying yeah. to hide her roots. Whereas yeah. Peggy learned to sort of embrace her roots, but she has that fierce fear of not being appearing respectable. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. Uh, and yeah. and and also trying to sort of bully people into doing what she wants by holding inheritance over their head. Uh, oh, you see, now, okay, so let's talk about the window. I do not have the slightest problem with that at all. I don't see what the hell it has to do with anybody else in the family. Um, you know, Peggy has decided for whatever reason that she wants to to uh, um, donate a window f- for the twins. Yeah. And it's not a zero-sum game. This isn't costing anybody else anything. It's just, you know, it'll be... And twins are a bit special. 
Um, it's just, I think it's nice, and I and I and I do think that it's going to be undone. Um, but I don't think it should be undone. I think, you know, who the hell cares if Peggy wants to do that for the Twins? That'd be lovely. It'd be lovely for her, lovely for the Twins. Who cares? What about the other grandchildren, though? What What about them? <laughs> I see. Well, <laughs> it's... But why should... Just because they didn't have the fortune to be, you know... A split chromosome. Well, I forgot what the, what twins are—a split egg or something. Then they don't get a window, no. but the, the twins do. That's all right. I mean, my <laughs> right. So I'll give my brother, yeah. my little brother. All right. My brother. Um, yes. I didn't. I didn't go to university. I left school and uh, and went straight to work and sort of and did my training through work and so on and so forth. Um, partially because I didn't want to be beholden to my parents anymore, but mm. um, I don't. That's fine. And my brother went off to university and then he went back and studied a bit more later and so on and so forth um, and and had a little bit more difficulty finding his his feet uh, in, in the professional world and so on. Um, and so one way or another, my parents have supported him financially quite a lot more than they've supported me down the years. And that's completely fine. It doesn't bother me one bit. I never think about it. I've never mentioned it. Um, yeah, but that's not because you're a, that's because you're not a bridge farm archer. They are and always have been. That you, you see, you didn't know John, did you? See, it all changes when you know no, John. No, well, right. So they, they, he's been mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, this, this John, week. the ghost yeah. of John or the the spirit of John Archer hangs over that entire farm and family. There's yeah. always something missing. He is the spectre at the feast. There's always something missing. It's John. Yeah. It caused Pat's depression. Um, it caused Helen's feelings of inadequacy because she wasn't John. It caused Tom becoming a sort of scatterbrained attempt, wannabe overachieving maniac to, you know, to try and, you know, and that was all down to John. He was Peggy's favourite. He was Pat's favourite, I think. Uh, Everybody in retrospect, you know, the the gilded gilded, uh, retrospect, everybody loved him. And was this was this the tractor accident? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it, it kind of created this. I mean, if you think sibling rivalry is bad in the Brookfield Archers, it is nothing compared to because because they know that a third of their mother's attention is always with John, who isn't there anymore. Mm, the yeah. Hen, um, Helen and Tom squabble like bloody mad for mummy and daddy's attention. I mean, yeah, we've seen, we have seen a little bit of that mm. this week, but it was all quite good natured. I mean, nobody was getting angry about it or anything. They're, but, you know, there's just a little bit of. They don't get angry, they get hurt. Yeah, there's a lot of happened, yeah. frozen frozen silences and sniffs. And mm. no, no, I'm fine. No, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And then Pat going, yeah. oh, I must rush after Helen and see what's wrong when she knows perfectly mm. well what's wrong. Oh, I must rush after Tom and see what's wrong. And, you know, and then my you fear see, is that like she's these. gone, she's gone down, she, Pat's gone round to have a pop at. At Peggy, and now Peggy's going to cark it, and that will be ah! that will be Pat's last words. No, her. no, 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 no. Oh God, can you imagine? Do you think John dying in the tractor accident yeah. has had you know yeah. has had has had yeah. an impact? Yeah. Um, Pat nagging Peggy to mm. death would be would be a whole new <laughs> level, wouldn't it? Good Stop God! Stop this! I'm dying. Hey, I but I, I, right. you see, I quite like these scenes because they remind me. Uh, of who's related to who? Because yeah. otherwise, yeah. that whole side of the Archer's family yeah. is—I've got to be honest—is is still confusing. a little bit misty. Yeah. Yes, uh, unless I sit down and have a really good think about it, or a look at Laurie's. Um, Laurie's. Um, yes, uh, right. I have trees. to dig Trace out Laurie's exactly <laughs> <laughs> with your fingernail so and your tongue sticking <laughs> out the corner of your mouth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, um, I quite enjoyed the storyline, uh, but I do think that, um, and honestly. You know, Peggy's 103. <laughs> if I were her, I'd be inclined to say, sod it. Yes. I'm doing what the hell I like at this point. Yes, yes. And the rest of you can, can eat off. it. Yeah. You know. Um, if there's any consolation, all of us get muddled up about the Archer's family. All right. Uh, to the extent that whenever a new relationship starts, someone will always say, aren't they cousins? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a pretty decent chance, isn't yes, it? Yes, somewhere along the line. Yes, <laughs> it's they not are. unlikely. <laughs> uh, and and of course, Emma Grundy has muddied the waters considerably oh, by just okay, marrying yeah, everybody called go. Grundy. Eddie's yeah, yeah, the only yeah. one that's escaped so far, but 
should probably be in a civil partnership with Clary by the end of the year. And now, and now, of course, we've got uh, we've got a new generation. Mm-hmm. Or oh, no, an addition to the to the latest generation. I did enjoy, by the way, um, the the baby sound effects. Yeah, they were quite sweet, weren't the, they? The breathing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> that really took me back, and not in a not in a completely positive way. It was but, that. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'll just have a peaceful sleep. Why are they making that noise? It's just you know, you think, are they just so blocked up? They haven't learned how to breathe. What's going on? Uh, but but mostly in a positive way. Yes. That uh, that is quite uh it's quite a sweet memory yeah. from when uh, from when we had the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and then then there's all the other memories of, you yes. know, cleaning things up mostly. <laughs> I liked uh, it when Tom went, Oh Saren <laughs> So whatever she'd probably shat herself lavishly when he just when he just um God, I remember once cleaning my daughter and I was getting ready to go out and I was in my best clothes and I just gave her a final nappy change before I left. And she sneezed mid-change, and every <laughs> orifice, just every or, nose, every all the way down. Instant evacuation. Yeah, yeah. of everything. And I was covered. <laughs> I looked like a sort of Jackson Pollock of khaki shades all the way down the front of my sequin blouse, which serves oh, me right for A, no. having a sequin blouse, and B, thinking that I was able to change a nappy while looking semi-decent. Yeah, no, no. Um, when I was uh, when I was a baby or a toddler, I should say, um, we we lived in Hong Kong, and uh, my dad was sitting in one room eating a bag of lychees, and my mum was in the other room sitting eating a bag of grapes, and I was toddling back and forwards between oh my the two God. of them. Yeah, and I was getting Oof. exactly twice as much soft fruit uh, as they thought I was getting. <laughs> And uh, what will the harvest God, be? We ask ourselves. Thank, thank, thank God this was pre Insta days uh, because it was <laughs> utterly, utterly catastrophic by all accounts. Carnage. Uh, just uh, apocalypse. It was uh, <laughs> just my poor parents. I'm amazed they're still talking to me, to be honest. Did they just burn the flat down and move out? <laughs> we can't um, clean this, we're just leaving it. Yes, <laughs> that's, why they, that's why they came home, I think. <laughs> Right, we need to leave, leave now. the colony. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many sets of twins are there in the Archers? There is Lily and Freddie. Mm-hmm. There is Shula and Kenton. Yep. There is uh, Nova and Saren. Right. Um, is that it? I think so. Nonetheless, you see, there um, the twins make up. Uh, I think yeah. it's something between sort of two and a half and three percent. Of the population. Yeah. So are we seeing, we are seeing um, storylines here, aren't we? There shouldn't be that many sets but of... But it runs I mean, in okay, families, it doesn't it? Mm. If there's twins in the family, you're more likely to have twins. Yes, I think so. But uh, hang on. So we've got Kenton and uh, Shula and we've got Lily and... I mean, these are these family? Yeah. Oh, God, are they? Yeah. Mm, okay. And I'll take. <laughs> they're all archers. One way or beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. Then, yeah, then good. carry uh, on with the twins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Tom, by the way. Mm-hmm. So there's been a, um, there's been a lot of negative. Uh, generally, Tom is a is a twat. Yeah. You know, I will. I'll 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 happily um, concede yeah. that. Yeah. But I think he's been quite good the last few weeks. Yes, he hasn't been. I mean, he was a bit, I don't want her mummy, I want my mummy. But then once he got over that, yeah. he was fine. Yeah. And that, I mean, that whole, um, speaking, as a, speaking as a man, you know, that, uh, that, that thing when you come home with, uh, with, a, with a child, mm. um, and of course then the child is 100% the, the focus for, for the mother yeah. at that point, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. Um, that, you know... It's a bit of a it's a it's a bit of a shock, mm. and you, um, you, there's two ways you can go with that. One is you can be an adult about it, yeah. and understand that it's all entirely natural and it's what has to happen in nature and so on yeah. and so forth. And you know, busy yourself going out and, and buying hunter gathering, exactly. You know, yes. buying buying everything you you yes. you realize you now realize you need and hadn't got yes. for having a new baby. Yes, which was for us nearly everything. I have to say. Um, uh, or you can be you can be a knob about it and yeah. get get the hump and uh, which yeah. you know a lot of a lot of men do I think yeah. um, you know uh, realize that they're no longer number one yeah um, but I think Tom's been quite good he did he did acknowledge who was he talking to uh, Tony I think mm. 
and sort of saying, yeah, you know, I feel like a bit of a spare part. Um, yeah. I should, uh, you know, I want to get back to work and so on and so forth. Um, but he's been, and he's, he's tried to help and he's put up with, uh, uh, with Caitlin being yeah. there, even though she's been quite good as well, I think. Yeah. By and large. Yeah. Um, I, loved I, wonder, her, I loved her wandering into the, <laughs> into the packing room and just and helping, helping herself, herself to like, everybody's red oh, boxes. <laughs> oh, those strawberries look lovely. I love them. I love them, exactly. Um, what did she have? She had salad? Yes, yeah, salads, strawberries. Yeah, she um, said it's the best thing about living on a farm. <laughs> oh, cream. Cream, yeah. of course. She took the yeah. cream as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Adil. Ardil. Adil, Ardil. Yes, yeah, sorry. Ardil, Ardil, Adil. Mm. I'm sure it must be Adil, actually. Mm. Very few, very few... Um, because I'm presuming it's a, uh, I don't know, a, a um, Farsi name or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the very, very few, very few other languages have that long R. Mm. So I think it probably is Adil. Mm. But yeah, okay. He gets, he gets to, he gets to choose how his name's pronounced. Maybe they think he's Irish and they're all calling him Ardle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but right. Ardle O'Hanlon. <laughs> he has become, in the last couple of months, uh, a villager whisperer. It's yeah. bizarre. Yes, he has. Yeah. And why Why are they doing this? Well, what, it's what's... in exactly the same... He's following exactly the same character arc as Stella, who also became but the village whisperer. She was talking to, to... Do you remember she was talking to... I do, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, She's uh, disappeared completely, Maya. by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But we... Right. as Because the archers represents British culture, basically... Mm. we have the attitude of is it new is it different well then we don't like it before we even know what it is so when they talk about someone new coming or new houses or the new people at blah 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 we've already all decided that we don't like them mm. that's just par for the course everybody we hated linda we hated joy we hate everybody <gasps> we probably even hate nobody hated joy we did Do, don't we say did. that we probably no. even secretly hate the twins because they're new and different, so we don't like them. Well, I, and, do, I do hate their names. Yeah. Ludicrous names. Yeah. Ludicrous, anyway, isn't it? Um, so what they have, what the scriptwriters have to do is make them paragons of virtue so that we, have a, we, we gradually let them shift from a black hat to a white hat. So we're like, oh, all right then. All right, you might be all right then. All right, okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah, we'll let you in. But it's a weird combination of... Stepford wife and yeah. and furious people pleaser is yes it's ludicrous it's a it's yeah. a it's a pastiche yeah and his and his I mean I don't think I'm I don't think I'm going to upset anybody too badly by suggesting that the archers scripting is perhaps not the most natural <laughs> how very dare you <laughs> <laughs> but his lines are are particularly yes, they really are nobody talks like no, he talks no. But he hasn't been given anything to do yet. All well, he's, he's, no, he's been given lots to do though. Yeah, but it's all just silliness. He hasn't. Been, we don't. We still don't. We still don't know who he is. No, right. He's got no personality yeah. at all. Yeah, he's just totally reactive to everybody else. Hello, nice person. Oh, hello, nice person. I think you don't like me. I will make you like me. Tick. Hello, next nice person. I will make you like me now. Da 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 da. da. And you know, off it goes. Um. He. he Okay, yeah. He's, 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 mass, he's horribly patronising. Mm. Yeah. To, um, particularly to this week to Justin, with the whole, <laughs> you know, Justin just, I mean, okay, you know, your dog gets, gets properly poorly and, yeah. and it is upsetting and so yeah. on. But Justin's a grown yeah. adult, you yeah. know, he, he can't... Yeah, but Justin's so hopelessly out of touch with his own emotions that Ardil actually had to kind of step in and say it's all right you know you're entitled to be sad just like no no i'm not i'm not i'll just keep stapling my fingers on the desk it's fine it's fine i just don't need to think about it i want my mommy (laughs) but he was talking he was talking to justin like he was a kid yeah you know alistair knows what he's doing justin it'll be fine you don't need to worry Or, or um what was it um Oh, let's get you back to Ambridge for dinner, Justin. Yeah. You know, is he going to strap him into his chair and make choo-choo noises? <laughs> Come Here on, Justin, just one more. <laughs> just, just one more mouthful. <laughs> oh, oh, um, 
Uh, you said something earlier. It's just um, why does Gay Greb was not have a reception now? I've I don't know. That. It was just Linda. Because presumably now Linda's decided that Ardell is the second coming after all. She now quite fancies having her old gig back as a receptionist. And oh, apparently, was she a receptionist? Yeah. Apparently, um, can you imagine being greeted ah, by that? This was one of my questions this week was, because she, she made reference to that. She said, mm. you know, when I used to work yeah. at uh, Gay Greb yeah. or whatever. And yeah. I know, because that was the explosion, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. So she was... Uh, but if she was on reception, then how did she... Because the explosion was in the kitchen? Yeah, she was uh, going down to find somebody. Um, and she was wandering around trying to... She was she'd been talking to somebody and they left and she was talking to Freddie. And then the explosion happened and Freddie got her out. So the explosion was at Gay Grables because I got it into my head that it was a... Um, uh, I don't know where I got it into my head that it was. It wasn't at Gay Grables. No, no, no. <laughs> Not the ball. One of the farms. David, and, was it not at um, uh, at, um, at Brookfield? No. Okay, right. I don't know where I got it into my head. Oh, perhaps it was the slavery. I think it was the slavery uh, storyline. Yes. Oh, book, yes. Because the barn was built yeah. by slaves, yes. wasn't it? Yes, and then the And the slaves were responsible for the <laughs> explosion. Right? Do you know what? If anyone listened to this without knowing yeah. what we were talking about, they'd just be thinking, no. what the hell show slaves? are they listening to? <laughs> Explosions. Slaves? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that was bad luck for Linda then, really, wasn't it? Because she could she have stayed on reception. And she'd yes. Fine. If she stopped being interfering in everything, it wouldn't have happened. But anyway. But so how are they going to do no reception? Has this been discussed before? Did I miss? No, it? he just mentioned it in the in the in the event at the village yeah. hall, right. and uh, and she just said, "I can't see how they're going to manage without a receptionist." Are they going to have like those Amazon robots that? Pick up or they're going to have those greeters, you know, with iPads that check you in. I don't like that. Well, that's basically the same as having somebody on reception, isn't it? Mm. But they're but, not standing behind a desk. Yes, it's, it's it's the citadel of the desk, isn't it? You know, you won't be seen until I'm ready to see you. And if you have the temerity to step forward and bing the bell when they're not, they don't want to see you and all that. It's it's all the ritual of going to a hotel I, and feeling I very took, important or not. Uh, I took the kids at your suggestion to, we were in London uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I took the kids to the clink. Yeah. Um, down uh, in um, South Bank. No. No. South Bank. Hornsey. No. No. Hob. Hobnob. What am I trying to say? Where is that area there? <laughs> Bermondsey. Oh, Bermondsey. Okay, I yeah. knew. I knew it began with an H. Bermondsey. Uh, we went to the clink in Bermondsey there, uh, and um, and there's a bell to ring, like quite a big bell up above the the uh, the, the ticket office. Mm. Um, and uh, and it will go, you just, rig it, no you. Yeah, no, 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 I was quite keen. Uh, and uh, and just as I was about to ring the bell, the bloke appeared in the window, so and I made went, him go away. Oh! <laughs> I made him go away again so that I could ring the bell and summon him. And he You're was power he, mad, you. <laughs> he was very good about it. Had I not had a couple of kids with me, he might have, <laughs> he might have been less accommodating, possibly. <laughs> But, uh, it's that no, man again who keeps ringing the bell. <laughs> Eileen, go and tell him. I'm not, I'm not standing there all day. He was very good about it. Can we talk about, please? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, can we talk about the, uh, the V word? The V word? Yes, Tony said it when he was talking about the cows. Oh, vulva? <gasps> can you not, please? Vulva, 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 vulva. You see, this is... Can we not have some sort of warning at the beginning of the programme? When my... You I know, drive this, a vulva. Uh, but but, but the, the <laughs> listen, You don't. The, 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 so you know this, but the listeners don't. When, mm. uh, when my son was born, um, his, his mother is German. Uh, and like many Germans, has an entirely practical approach to most things in life. Uh, and is is not one for um, you know euphemism niceties. Mm. Oh, one of us has gone there. I think. Yeah, no, we're back now. 
uh, has an entirely practical approach to life and he's okay has an entirely practical approach to uh, to life in general and he's not one for niceties and so um, when my son was born uh, she would refer to his um dingaling uh, as his, his dingaling yes as his penis right and and i was horrified by this you can't just go around saying penis can you it's not that's not how that works and so i made um my son's uh, mother um, come up with another word for it, uh, which is <laughs> which is peep mats. Um, well, no, I just see this was the thing. I didn't realise that she was making it up. I asked her for another name, and so she made it up. She made up because it sounds mats, a bit like penis, which is a little bit. Yes, it mm. does. Yes, exactly. And actually, peep mats is the German word for sparrow, right? Which is also quite nice. But I didn't realise that she had essentially. Um, how very confusing for your son. Um, well, yes, he does. Yeah, growing he's, up thinking he's got a sparrow between his he legs. Does, he does have, have, have some, <laughs> some issues <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I then, thinking that this was a common German thing, then spent the next uh, yeah, but you 15, didn't call your 15 own years. One, did you? Well, no, not mine, because obviously mine's much bigger. But um, Doctor, could you have a look at my sparrow, please? I think there's <laughs> might be something wrong with it. <laughs> um, I then spent the next 15 years cheerfully referring to this, you know, in polite settings as, as a peep mat. So I'm getting, wondering why I was getting blank stares mm. until my wife confessed that nobody actually called it a peep mat. <laughs> Except you she, because she, you're she just, she just did it for my benefit. <laughs> but you can't just walk around saying Volvo. You can, and it's sake. really, really important that we do. And I'm not going to get onto a soapbox, although I can see one no, in the corner are, of my though. eye. But you I am, though. <laughs> also, is your stomach rumbling quite a lot? I haven't had breakfast. Ah. Can you hear it? Yes. I can't feel it. I haven't noticed it. Mr. Newby's quite hungry, chaps, but I'm sure you know that. I am hungry, but I'm waiting for my friend Mickey to arrive with groceries. because Oh, so I see. Far, oh, I yes, can't you can't go, go out, can you? I can't go shopping and I have got no, no food anymore. Oh. Yes. Um, yes, it is very, very important that you call things by their proper names, particularly with children. Now I feel bad, Lucy. Well, so you should. Oh, there goes my stomach. There goes your stomach good, again. Good, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, this it's week's closer. show was brought to you by <laughs> Jeff Thomas by, and his by amazing, no perf- <laughs> amazing performing stomach. <laughs> it's much. Unfortunately, my stomach is closer to the microphone than my mouth is. So okay. It's, it's rather stealing right. the show. <laughs> um, can, can we can we talk about the blood in the wee wee? No, no, um, I, I'm done with that topic now. Okay, I was just thinking that poor cow's had some beetroot and forgotten. That's all it is. Uh, possibly, mm. yes. Did it smell of asparagus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I humour in the archers. Yes. So general question. Mm. It is not a funny show. Well, sometimes it is extremely funny unintentionally. <laughs> Two of the writers mm. managed to get funniness in intentionally the others not so much who so who are the two that managed to get the right to get them in intentionally and in what way because I, I haven't really noticed it i would say kerry is funny because yeah. yeah. he goes a bit victoria wood now and again uh-huh. uh and he also put oh matt rodriguez Payne emailed us and said i'm not i'm not just leaping to the emails but it's relevant he said where's it gone uh he said did I just hear that correctly? Ardil said he nearly came in his kilt. Please, <laughs> <laughs> Please forgive me for being so puerile. I blame COVID or Brexit. Yes, Matt, I did also notice that. And I think Kerry is quite good at uh, popping those odd bits in. C- quite Victoria Woody lines. Um, or um, slightly innuendo-y lines, anyway. Uh, Nick Warburton. Um, he is brilliant. You can tell when it's a Warburton week because it's. But the, my, my point is, I think, and this might just be a soap thing in general, mm. because in real life, yeah, people are funnier. People, people are funny. Yeah, people make jokes. Yeah. People, you know, mm. take the Mickey. People, yeah. uh, and it's, it's it's conspicuously absent. Well, they try it. They try Kenton and David try a bit of bounce, yeah, and it's, not... it's heavy-handed. And yeah. it's always, Kenton's better at it than David, largely because he calls David Dave, which just infuriates him. Um, but it's very hand, heavy-handed on 
on David's side and kind of it, it, it descends into squabbling very, very quickly. They can't yeah. just have a light-hearted ha-ha-ha conversation. I know yeah. what you mean, though. Not even the younger ones no. are f- f- just muck around. But then they haven't got time. They've, you know, you've got to... You're either, making, you're either moving the plot on or you're making jokes. You can't do both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Okay. So you will occasionally... Um, uh, uh, oh, bloody hell. I can't say his name now. The teenager that I hate, not Ben, the other one. Josh. Josh, thank you. Um, <laughs> Josh Josh will occasionally um, take the mickey yeah. in, a, in a really, really annoying way. Yeah. I suppose that is... Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's not funny, though, is it? No, no. It's just annoying. Yeah. Little turd. It's, and when they describe something, when they're helpless with laughter, describing something that is supposedly hilarious to each other and we're all just staring deadpan at the radio thinking, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds bonkers. No. Yeah. Um, but... Go on. Should we do some emails? Uh, can we just... I, I feel like we ought to talk a little bit about uh, Russ and um, Chelsea. Oh... oh. <laughs> I know I don't particularly want to talk about it either, but I feel like we ought to, because it's giving me the willies. Right. Yes. Well, um, I. He's got. He's got. He's got form here, hasn't he? He has got form. Only once, though. Do oh we... well. <laughs> no. There was just the one time. No, I'm not. Yes, I know. That I he know. was a bit nonsense. Yes, I'm not saying that. Uh, you know. But it's not like he's made a, a habit of this. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I know this is coming out really badly. I don't know if if he if this is supposed to be the rehabilitation of Russ it, to I us. I hope so. In I that really he is helping so. Chelsea with no benefit to himself. I mean, it's just so something something that Chelsea said this week nearly broke my heart. Um, when Hello, she stomach. was, you know, for goodness sake, <laughs> if I had anything to eat, I would, but I don't, I don't listeners. And by the way, we do have a Patreon. Yeah. Uh, have I, I don't food. know if I've mentioned that. He's send, starving to death. Yes. Can you send, can you send biscuits to our Patreon, please? Money for um, food. Something that Chelsea said this week nearly broke my heart, which was, and she, I forget whether she was talking, I think she was talking to Russ, uh, about, um, you know, coughing to the, to the, to keying the car. Yeah. And she said, I'm a horror bin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's going, you know, she's yeah. genuinely worried that yeah. if she starts down the road of admitting to yeah. stuff, it's never going yeah. to end. Yeah. And can the writers please not then, for the love of God, I mean, it never stops mm. for Chelsea, mm. for Tracy, for, yeah. it never stops. They never get a nice But that's the poverty trap, it. isn't it? That's the poverty oh. trap. That's the, that's the whole point of the... Storyline, but sometimes I think, especially at the moment, I don't know how things are. I don't know how things where you are, Muriel. But uh, over here, uh, we're just surrounded by appallingness. And I would quite like a, however unrealistic, I would like yeah. a fairy godmother to just appear. Oh, honestly. And if anyone deserves to come up on the lottery, it's them. You know, yeah. you just want yeah. them to get like, I don't know, fifty grand. Just to sort them out for a little bit, yeah. give them a breathing yeah. space, get them a leg up. Yeah. Um, Oliver is usually that. There's usually a wealthy well, benefactor. So, so here we go then. So yeah. this whole Mr. thing with Gently Brad Benevolent now is, and all that thing. Yeah. What would you? Is that? I. I was thinking about this. I think I would. I'd struggle, because you want to do the right thing for your child, obviously. And mm. if and if she if Tracy doesn't accept the money, mm. then Brad's not going to. I, oh, by the, maths summer school. Yes. Oh, what a time to be alive. I had like no that, idea such a thing. Oh, God. Can I sign up? Oh, go and stay in a stately home somewhere and do sums. Brilliant. Oh. Listeners, he's no, not all, joking. I, no, I'm not joking. Yeah. I'd be all over that. Yeah. God, that'd be brilliant. Anyway, so um, if, if she doesn't accept Oliver's money, he's not going to do it. Mm. But And he ought to do it. Yeah. But it, it sets up... What would up... you do, Lucy? Oh, it sets up this whole feudal relationship, though. With when Caroline Sterling was alive, 
she of the sweet. Um, she was asked to be uh, Will Grundy's um, godmother, which she was. Mm. And so she became then the, uh, the, the fairy godmother for the Grundy yeah. family because she was wealthy uh, okay. and she yeah. was their benefactor. Caroline yeah. then married Oliver. Oliver becomes the benefactor to the Grundy family. He's now extended that to the Horobins. You know, he's letting them stay. He's letting the Grundy stay in Grange Farm. He's, it's all feudal. It's all class-crossing wealth. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, they need the money, but it would be lovely if somebody could just do it without ha- having some middle-class person float along and say, oh, here you are, poor person. Yeah, here's, you know. yeah. There's, always, there's always, as much as you might like to pretend there's not, there's always a debt there, isn't there? Yeah. There's yeah. very few self-starters in Ambridge. Yeah, it's all yeah. inherited or yeah. or if you're working class, then you just have to hop about hoping that one of the middle class people are going to take pity on you and, and um, fork over yeah. some cash. They seem, they seem to finally have, have, have given up, although there were, there were um, a li- little um, echoes this week of, of Tracy and Jazza, you know, uh, having problems. Um, but... They I seem think to finally give and give yeah. up on that now. Yeah. Thank God. It's not will they won't they anymore. It's no, now. No, yeah, they will. No. They will. Yeah. Calm so, down. Yeah. So, but can we please, writers, if you're listening, can we please give the Horribins a, a break? break? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just not nice now. No. No. And it's it making isn't. me sad. Yes. And he's hungry, and he doesn't need to be sad as well. Yes. Hungry yes. and sad is a and, and, and hot because I've had to yes. turn the fan off because it's making sad, noise. Poorly and hungry. There's yeah. no way to go through life. No. 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 Um, okay, let's do some I was just thinking, though. Oh, what? Well, we do have self-starters, mm. like Brian Aldridge, who, mm. um, although he inherited Is he, though? money, he mm. came to the village and, and he sort of started from nothing here. Well, no, nothing. I mean, you know, middle class and loads of money in public school, blah, blah, blah. But um, He's built, built himself up slowly <laughs> to be a, a river poisoner. <laughs> yes. Mm. Um... But then, you know, Matt Crawford was, you know, Barrow Who? Boy done good. Lillian's ex, who oh, Nick Grundy yeah. ran over. Yeah, and we yeah. all hated him. <laughs> mm. So as soon as somebody does, you know, make themselves a lot of money and whatever, then we all think, huh. Don't well, Vince, like him. of course. Vince and Vince, is, uh, yeah, who yeah, we all laugh yeah. at for, well, we, uh, the village laughs at for being common. <laughs> exactly. Well, so, he is a bit. He is. A he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like Vince. Yes, he is. I, a mince I, I'm, I'm, I'm a mince uh, stan. You're like a mince man, are you? I am. A mince stan. Yeah. Okay, mm. yeah. yeah. um, this is Liz Danziger who says. A Lily Russ move to Felpersham might be a case of Russ being released into the community, with the exception of his visit to Underwoods with Lizzie. He's been trapped at Lower Loxley for as long as we can remember. The cause of any weight issues which Rosie may have can surely be traced to her mother's other job, which is advertising Just Eat, bringing home leftovers from KFC and Burger King. Um, yes, she does the, she's the voiceover for Just Eat. Ah, uh, is that right? Um... Re newsreader struggles. This is still this re newsreader struggles of the Ribsky Korsakoff variety. Earlier in his career, Charles Colling Collingwood, who plays Brian Aldridge, was a newsreader on the World Service. He left the World Service after totally mangling the details of a cabinet reshuffle in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> is that right? Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, who amongst us? Yeah, I know. Haven't mangled a cabinet you know. reshuffle in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> um, and Liz also says that we reckon that the whole point of the postbox storyline, apart from providing additional evidence against Georgie, is that they now have their full six episodes a week and are taking advantage to give us a little bit of fun, Susan and Clary doing their Laurel and Costello routine, Abbott and Costello routine. These bits yeah. of silliness, over and done in six to eight scenes, are the sort of thing that the scriptwriters haven't had space for over the last two years. Now they have, yeah. and whether you like it or not, it's evidence that life is back to that weird version of normality only found in South Borsetshire. I think it's a very good point, yeah. and we've seen I've seen a couple of that, like that thing with the with the fence on the 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 course course or whatever you call that. Um, uh, there was, like, as far as I can see, there was absolutely no reason for that whatsoever. It was just you know a bit of buggering about. Yes, yeah, and also as they said, confirms Georgie is a wrong one. Um, yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm. I quite like it. I have to say, there's a you know the, it was a bit, it was very dense, wasn't it? For uh, um, I mean, I didn't have any other experience, so mm. um, this is new for me, actually. Well, jo- uh, but the it- last time we heard of Georgie, he was about 11, 
and uh, we reckon he nicked the money out of the church, of the church roof fund. Um, but he didn't speak then. We just sort of knew about him. Children in Ambridge, they go from confused noise of, ha, la, 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 you be careful over there, thingy, mm, mm. Um, to then, you know, suddenly having an entire personality, which we have to get to know very, very quickly. Yeah. He did. He did appear, but six months ago, I think it was his birthday. I think. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't speak. Yeah, not a lot. But this is, yeah, they go from being sort of blank canvases yeah. to all of a sudden being fully fledged people in their own right, and we have to hurriedly get to know them. Well, I can I can imagine at the writers the right writers meetings at the writers <laughs> meetings. Um, they write. Okay, so we are now going to start George. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who is he? What is he? What yeah. does he do? What's yeah. he like? You know. What are we going to do? How with much this? of a little tosser is he? Oh, quite a big one. Okay, good. Because actually, when you're when you're when the writers are um, are writing babies, yeah, what they're actually doing, of course, is uh, and it's got a sort of storylines. Fifteen, right? A fifteen-year yeah. lead time yeah. on it yeah. is giving the, yeah. the future writers, um, you know, options, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. I always think. I wonder if they know who's going to marry who. No, of course they don't. No idea. And because apart from, apart from anything else, how long is the lifespan of the average archer's writer? So Kerry not included. I don't know. But it's not 15 years. Mm, no, maybe not. But anyway, um, to get back to the email, I, so the, I have to say the archer's was pretty dense for uh, 18 months or so mm. during, the, yeah. during the old COVID there. And I'm quite enjoying um, having a little bit more yeah, room to breathe. There's a, yeah, there's a little bit more space, isn't there? A little yeah. bit more yeah. levity and... Yeah. yeah, it's a bit less intense now. Yeah. Particularly the whole uh, alcoholic thing, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, That yes. was hard work sometimes. It was like being trapped in a room with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob Williams says, Yes, you are so right about Jill not just stopping giving Rosie treats. Do you remember this when... when um, uh, when when um, uh, Pip had a patronising chat with Jill and said, can you please not give her a millionaire's shortbread? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, can you imagine not giving somebody millionaire's oh, shortbread, no. Lucy? Yes. Don't talk about that. Your stomach will start again. Yeah. Um, he says, when I go and sit with my grandchildren, the highlight for my grandson is when we walk around the corner and he can have whatever he wants out of the ice cream fridge. My granddaughter is a bit older and just gives me a shopping list so she doesn't need to change out of her pyjamas. I, of course, usually indulge in a magnum. If my daughter ra- dares to raise more than an eyebrow, I just point out that she's just had X hours of unpaid childcare. Yep. Incidentally, adding up is kind of part of maths. It is a branch of arithmetic, which is arithmetic, arithmetic, which is a subset of maths, just like geometry, algebra, calculus. Carry on with your inspirational mouth work, he says. Um, yes. Well, I think everybody got a bit confused about Brad being some kind of maths genius. Uh, those of us that don't like maths went, oh, God, he's really quick at that, isn't he? Blimey, must be something wrong with him. And everybody else just went, yes, it's good on him, but that's not maths, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I was possibly less impressed than, than some people, maybe. I mean, you know, doing a bit of adding up in your head is yes. not, uh, it's not exactly uh, goodwill hunting, no. you know. But uh, but on the other hand, you know, if he's got a talent for it, then yeah. cool. good for him. As far as the as far as the grandparents snack thing goes, I mean, I do my my parents um, don't. I mean, they they do spoil my kids, but but not with that kind of thing. Mm. Um, they they they're quite strict as they were with me in terms yeah. of you know um, sweeties and treats and so on and so forth, um, which I actually sometimes think is a bit of a shame. Mm. Um, you know, they should be spoiling the kids mm. really and and uh, behind my back possibly <laughs> hey, but, uh, then but then you'd be cross because you'd be wanting all the crunchies well, and whatever well yeah no, i would well. and all the millionaire shortbread mm. indeed uh but then you know we hardly ever see them so that's yeah. fine but if you were seeing grandma every day so my mm. my ex-wife mm. used to go to grandma every day for her lunch right because they lived in the same village right um, and so and grandma and decided to give you exactly yeah. then that would be a different story yeah it? working great watches of cake mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, there is this huge thing about sugar, sugar being love, isn't it? There's, you know, because yes. it's calming. Yeah. Um, breast milk is sugary, tastes sweet. Um, you know, I'll take your word for that. It's it's 
you know it's 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 a very primal thing it's a very innate thing and it's very bound up with love and affection and showing love for somebody and you know i'm yeah. sorry i've made you a cake and all that stuff yeah. Yeah. and it's really difficult to unpick i think and that grand that that relationship with sugar and love and nourishment and children is hugely complex and probably not something that we should attempt to dismantle anyway no. um but more food now from Lorna, who mm. says, while nothing is better than fresh buffalo mozzarella and ripe tomatoes in a caprese salad, when it comes to pizza, I doubt it would be the cheese of choice. For pure meltability, nothing beats low moisture mozzarella. While fresh mozzarella exudes water as it melts and becomes more soupy than melty, the best low moisture mozzarella should stretch and stretch, yet still remain dry enough that the pizza crust remains intact. From a fan of Ambridge on the Couch and Pizza, Lorna. Thank you, Lorna. It's 12.05 and I am now bloody desperate for a pizza. You're desperate? I am. Oh, sorry. I'm... <laughs> oh God. God. Sorry. Can we talk about something else? Yes, all right. Should we go back to talking about poo I'm... again? I quite like wet mozzarella on a pizza. But... <laughs> You'd like anything now, wouldn't no, you? No, I do. Just... <laughs> I do. Give me that dry mozzarella in fistfuls, honestly. I'll be... <laughs> I'd never, I'd never thought about. It. I didn't know that there were various. No, I, I mean, no inside a burrata is very wet. Yeah, but then that's is that's not that's just not a mozzarella, mozzarella, is no. it? No, but right. she's talking about because they're going to get the buffaloes. She's talking about the buffalo mozzarella. Yeah, buffala. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Yes, I have no opinion either way. But now I really do want pizza. That's mm. that's the, that's the, that's my takeaway, literally, from that conversation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Laurie Jones says Peggy used to piss me off because of the way she threw her money around in ways that clearly showed favouritism to certain kids and grandkids. Uh-huh. No longer. Uh-huh. Peggy is my hero. She doesn't have to justify anything she does with her money. It's her money. There is no rule that says she has to be fair. Fairness is a completely subjective concept anyway, and her whiny entitled descendants have no idea what it is to be Peggy and what goes on in her heart and mind, and it's none of their business anyway. It's her money. I like getting old. I used to dislike Jill and Peggy, but the older I get, the more I understand them both. I think I'll go and change my will and then make a huge batch of fudge for my granddaughter. <laughs> I like Laurie enormously. That is, that is a brilliant email and I agree with every word. Okay. It's, this is not, it is not a yeah. zero-sum game. Yeah. Bollocks to everybody else. Yeah. Do what the hell you like, Peggy. Yeah. Well said, Laurie. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Matt Rodriguez Payne. Oh, he sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, said uh, that um, uh, we were talking about a Bernard Cribbins tribute. Oh, um, yeah. And he pointed out very wisely, I did think about this, but I thought about it three days after we'd said it, and then I got his email. I thought, oh, yeah. Um, he said, the trouble is, um, uh, Bernard Cribbins sang all his songs. So if we do a, bar- a, 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 a Barrett Green a la Bernard Cribbins, we have to write words to it that someone has got to sing like Bernard Cribbins. So how is your Cribbins, Jeff? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever done a Cribbins. Do you like Cribbins? No, wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't I've know. never Cribbined. But <laughs> 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 uh, well, can we not, I mean, can we not do a, oh, I don't know. Oh, um, in a Wombles style did he sing that as well? No, he didn't sing it. Yeah, but he was... There we go, oh, just do oh, Wombles. He, he narrated, there we go, Wombles, yeah. that's the answer, isn't it? Matt, could you do Wombles and... Yeah. and um, you see, you're assuming Matt actually listens to the show. Or... Yeah, I think he listens <laughs> we to We might have to bit. email him about this. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do the Wombles, please, Matt? Thank you. Um, and now, let's go over to Radio Borsetcher. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, are you sure people will be able to hear me? I think I am muffled. Very muff, I sound. I do not think this down-the-line linky thing will work. 
It never worked on the Today program and they have to say, Hello, hello, minister, can you hear me? No, he's gone. No, he's back. No, he's gone. Until everyone gets annoyed and they have to do stories about Panda instead to calm everyone down. Also, I cannot see you waving hands at me to tell me when I am to start to talk. Yes, like that. That is what you will say. Oh, that is what you are saying. Now. Oh, sorry. Hello, hello. This is Fabrizia Felbersham. Not looking like I have just stepped out of the salon. Because I haven't. I have got the coronavirus and I am to do isolating at home. But I did not want to leave you lurching, dear listeners. So I am talking to you from my bed of pain. Well, it is not really bed. It is sofa from eels. Sort of a turquoise velvet and very much suits my Versace dressing gown. I am setting the scene for you. But do not worry about Febreze. I am being looked after. Not by Declan. He has a phobia about having to look after ill people, apparently. And it sounds very bad. So he has gone to stay with his friend Troy, who is new person at Carpet Warehouse. And nice Graham from Antique Shop is look after me. He has given me little bell. Look. Oh, hello, Graham. No, that was not a special signal. I was just telling my listeners about the arrangements for my isolationism. So no, I do not need anything, Graham. Sorry. Although maybe another mango and strawberry smoothie would be nice. And the straw, the curly-whirly straw, if you do not mind. Oh, thank you, Graham. Oh, Graham, did Kelly Marie ring? What is happen at Salon? Mrs. Peggy Woolley want what? She want to commission her own signature hairstyle? Oh, that woman is power mad. Tell her we will design her own boot and call it the Mrs. Peggy Welly. She is a bonker. Don't let Kelly Marie tell her that. Luckily, Graham do not have phobia about looking after ill people. Also, he has just had coronavirus and some boosties, so he is fine and every evening we sit on the sofa and watch Grace and Frankie and worry about where Jane Fonda's face is going next. It is very nice, actually, yes. Declan make me watch performance pottery, which is where potters come out and read their pottery to everyone in a dark pub drinking Guinness, and it is always about their father and death. It is on Sky Arts, and it is not as much fun as Jane Fonda's funny face, so I will be quite sad when I am well again and Graham is not here anymore. Anyway, today I am going to tell you about being ill, but with style. It is very important when you want to get sympathy for being poorly ill that you still look nice. I imagine the Bronting sisters always look nice even when they were coughing. And look at Ralph Vane's in The English Being Patient. He looked very stylish even when had head blown off by Juliette Binoche. Throws, scars and turbans are your friend. Anything that you can flick about in a dramatic way. Also, as soon as you can get up and move about, have a shower. Not a bath in case you slide underwater and die, as that is not very style unless Inspector Mintz discover you in an Oxford college and say, come on, Lewis. But make yourself smell lovely so that whoever is looking after you does not hate you. Drink lots of water or you will shrivel up and look like the angry lady on Weakest Link. Be grateful to whoever look after you, otherwise they will leave you with no drink for ages and pretend they not hear you shout. Also, oh, here is Graham with my smoothie. Oh, thank you, Graham. I think I am a bit peckish and important I keep up my strength. Is there any of that sushi left? Maybe we could have that. And dessert obnob? And also, probably, I think I need to, to hydrate. So if it is time for my Panadol, can you just pop into some Prosecco? It will just be more fizzy, that is fine. Did Declan ring to check on me? Oh, still not. Oh, he is probably at Power Zumber with Troy. I will turn on the next flicks, Graham, and we will see what hilarious muddles Jane Fonda's face is in now. Yes, please. Some nibbles, too. Do we have Twiggy Let's? I think they would go with sushi. Very umami.
Radio Borsetshire. Thank you, Febreze. If you would like to... No, hang on. Thank you, Febreze. If... <laughs> what was the difference? Uh, oh, entirely different stress. Okay. And, and, uh, and meaning there. Okay. I'm an actor. Okay. Love this. I understand how these things work. Okay. Um, He's an accountant. Anyway. I am an accountant, but I'm also an actor. I know. I went to the poor school, I'll have I you know. Um, I say I went to the poor school. I was there for a week. But they did offer me a place. Yes. So, you know. Um, thank you. No, they offered you a chair. That's different because I noticed yes, you yeah, would you like, would you like to sit back? down? You are quite fat. Anyway, thank you, Febreze. If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level, uh, even really big ones, mm. whatever they are. Especially really big are. ones to yes, enable yes. Mr. Newbie to buy, I mean, Jeff, to buy uh, Some food. breakfast. Mm. <laughs> Mostly comprising of millionaires shortbread. Yes. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at, <laughs> on Twitter at, at on Ambridge. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at Ambridge on the couch at gmail.com. That's Ambridge on the couch <laughs> at gmail.com. Because people have been struggling to find that recently. <laughs> and now over to Matt Rodriguez Payne for a very stirring piece of music which will make you want to storm. Oh, I, like a, I like a stir. Yes, it make you ready to get ready to storm something. Possibly. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, Shambridge will be back next week. I think she's back in the UK today. And it's probably hotter here than it was in Spain. Um, I hope and... she's managed to get away without all of the diseases that they, that they got last time. I hope Sir Harriet has had a very nice holiday. Oh, because last one yes. was a bit of a shocker. It was, it? A bit, it was, yes. Yeah, she's not. She doesn't have much luck with holidays. No, no. no she's had a bit of a, a bit of a run with the old holidays, and I use that word advisedly. I th- <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god, yeah, I'd forgotten that. No, yes. that was, it was no very bad last time. Mm. Yeah. Was it like you and the lychees? It was lychees. Yeah, mm. it was lycheeville. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you very much, Mister Newbie, and um, and we will see all of you next week. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Bye. nearly spoke once or twice there before it was finished because it sounded like it was yeah. finished and then there's he's that's bit. incredible he's yeah. so clever i know i know that's that's absolutely phenomenal yeah we're not i think he's i think he's he's had a i think he's genius this idea mm. he's had a real he's he's found a real seam to mine there yeah and uh i don't know where it came from but it's fantastic and i'm very glad we have it on the show yeah me too Ah. <sighs>